You are listening to The Benchcast with your host, the man whose business is benching, Coach Ben. What's up, everyone? Coach Ben here, and you are listening to The Benchcast, the number one podcast if you want to increase your bench press. And today, we are back with another Big Ben's Big Three, and we are talking top three bench press variations. So, lastly, we talked about tricep movements, some accessory work there, but now I'm talking about three bench variations, things that or bench pressing, you know, being on the bench, different implements, different variations of the bench press that are going to help you tremendously in your training. I'm going to start with one in which I feel like this bar here that I'm about to discuss is something that everyone needs in their gym. Or whether you go to a gym or you have a, a garage gym space, or this is the bar that you should get and especially if you're a coach out there this is a bar you need to have and this is the earthquake bar the bamboo bar if you will now this is sold on bandbell.com you can go to elitefds.com this bar runs about 250 300 i believe but it is a bar that is well worth its salt this bar here can be used for so many different things which is why and with no particular order, it's in my top three bench variations. Because this bar can get a lot of use for a lot of different things. If you're a coach teaching bench press, such as I, when lifters come to my gym, um, usually I'm putting them on a bamboo bar. Why? Because it is tremendous for teaching someone how to use their lats when they bench press. So if you're having a hard time really engaging your lats to have control to the bar or what you should be doing with your back in order to create stability in the bench press, the bamboo bar is going to showcase that. It is going to showcase if you are benching through your arms, which you shouldn't be. If you are loaded in your shoulders, you are going to see that thing shake around because it is a light, light bar. If you've never worked with a bamboo bar, it weighs next to nothing. And you suspend via bands weights to it. So you can just imagine that setup. The band, uh, the uh, weights are bouncing all around via the bands on this bar. The bar weighs nothing, so it's dancing around too. Um, so you have to have really good control to this bar. So it's a great teaching tool for you to bench and create control with your lats. Because when you do that correctly, you can really stabilize weights quickly and what I usually will do is I'll teach lifters, all right, use this bar, but let's do it with a false grip. Inherently sounding pretty dangerous at first, but I will say uh, it is a great tool because if you eliminate that grip to the bar, especially with this type of bar, all right, it teaches you not to chase the bar. That's where most athletes get into trouble. They try to chase the bar, and that pits you into your shoulders. If you become a shelf, that's why I like to explain it, is that you're a shelf. That bar can dance around all it wants in your hands, all right? But you become a shelf by retracting your arms into the pad hard. Just let that weight do what it's going to do. You disconnect yourself from trying to chase that weight. That is using back control. And you will feel that really well with a bamboo bar. Also, additionally, a bamboo bar, obviously great for shoulder stability, just stabilization in general. 
it's going to teach you how to really bring control and stability to your bench and obviously more control and stability we have the bigger weights you can be using all right if if you have a bigger potential to lift heavier weights you're going to be able to get stronger all right if your base is shitty we can't continue to build on that you know you got to think of it that way um, when it comes to the bench press right we can only build on a good foundation in terms of technique control stability all that all right we can only build the buildings as high as we have a solid foundation otherwise it's going to crumble down we're not going to make progress on it it's like jenga you know you you pull enough freaking jenga logs out the thing falls out you know if we have a solid base we could continue to build as much as we want that goes for your bench press you need a solid base of technique control that will make your potential higher on the bench press you can potentially gain more strength that's what this bar does a bamboo bar all right it is going to be great for building that base strength uh in terms of stability and control and whatnot so you can actually load more weight to the bar i love doing you know i love doing all kinds of variations with the bamboo bar i like it as recovery work you know do higher reps you know three by 20s that type of thing do it timed so set a timer for 60 seconds and just do a bunch of benching with it um those things are awesome great recovery work doesn't take much out of you in terms of having to recover from it after if anything you get a good pump you work some stabilization it promotes recovery from bench session to bench session another thing i like to do with it heavy ass benching with it that's tough it's really tough um to really load that weight up that bar up and have that thing dance around on you if you get good at the bamboo bar it is going to become tough when you really load up weight um, and you can load those things up you know, they make a, a bar called the Emax bar as well. It's a little bit heavier duty. So when you get really good at a regular earthquake bar and you kind of reach that weight capacity, you can switch to something like the Emax bar and load it up more weight. So great, great bar to have. Again, tons of stuff you can do with it. You can overhead press with it. You can squat with it as well, especially if you get the Emax version. Um, you can do skull crushers with it. There's a lot of uh, awesome stuff that you can do with a bamboo bar. And again, it acts as a great teaching tool. So something that you're definitely going to want in your gym. So um, if you are friendly with the gym owner, you can suggest it. If you have your own little space, I would definitely get it. It's one of the first bars that I added into my space when I got my um, garage space set up. I had a power bar, a bamboo bar, and I think that was pretty much it. Um, I That was one of the first bars I went out and got because that's something I wanted to use on a regular basis because there's a lot of benefit to it. Next on Big Ben's Big 3, we're going to be discussing a variation of a bench press, and that is long pause benching. Why I include long pause benching is I find most lifters are going to benefit so much from doing longer pause benching. Um, that is something that should be a staple in a raw bencher's repertoire, if you ask me, to get stronger um, there's so much benefits to long pause benching besides even just gaining strength at the bottom end where most athletes need to gain strength in the bottom end of their bench press it'll do that but it will teach you how to control your bench press so much better i'll give you an example um, recently did a bench clinic out in pennsylvania a couple weekends ago and a lot of the athletes uh, did a lot of touch and go benching and whatnot and what i was finding with the touch and go benching is you're just it's 
you can't pattern that bar how you want. There's no control there. Um, it's kind of like if you were to just ran, uh, end, end up randomly hitting a spot on a trampoline. I mean, you don't really know where you're going to bounce to type of deal. Or I relate it to this. This is a good analogy. Um, a touch-and-go bench is like trying to hit a curveball thrown at you. Whereas a good pause bench press is like hitting a ball off a tee. You can control the trajectory of that ball. You can control where you hit that ball. It's easier to hit that ball because it's sitting stationary. Versus if someone was to throw a ball at you, all right, you think of that, that's like touch and go, right? You can't really control well where you hit it. You might be able to, you know, knock that thing in the right field if you aim for it, pull it into the left. But, I mean, really, it's so much easier to smack a stationary ball off a tee. You know, and that's what happens with the bench press. If you get a good pause, you actually become stronger because you're able to control the trajectory of that bar. All right, you're able to stay tight underneath it, and you can throw that bar in the exact path that you want. And you have to fine groove that path. So if you're benching and every rep looks different in terms of where the bar is positioned, your tightness on it, which is what happens with touch and go, there's no control in that system. So what I found, uh, I was working at the bench clinic here uh, with some athletes, and um, one of them, I had him do, uh, I, I said, you're not moving that bar until you hold it for three seconds, and then we're also going to do a three-second hold on the chest. So really just slowing everything down to where you have to take that bar out. You have to, while you're holding it, you have to focus on retracting into the pad. You get a, a sense of that. You get a feel for that stabilize that weight first before immediately going into it most lifters take the bar out of the rack immediately go into their bench there's no control there there's no fine tuning exactly where that bar path is going to go it's hard to load your lats that way and in the bottom you're typically going to bounce forward so i would have him hold his bench for at least three seconds he would come down with the bar he, i said three second pause on the chest so he would hold that bar three seconds on the chest, gained a lot more control there because now you're learning, all right, now I need to learn how to stabilize down at bottom end as well. And then press, bar comes up exactly how you'd like because there's no bouncing around, there's no uh, momentum in the bar. It's still, it's like smacking a golf ball off a tee, all right? You tee it up. So long pause benching is something that is extremely valuable. Yeah, eventually you get some diminishing returns from that just because um, if you get really good at pause benching, like myself, uh, I've paused bench for, you know, forever. So if I was to actually touch and go bench, I would probably lift a lot less weight. And that's what I'll tell lifters is actually once you get really good at pause benching and that just becomes a routine, a staple in your training, Everything is to a competition pause for my athletes. Um, we do longer pause work to three to five second holds. Um, but everything is at least competition pause. When you get really good at that, you actually bench more that way than you do touch and go. All right. So long pause benching is a huge tool in your arsenal in order to get stronger. And then once you do get really good at pause benching, um, then you can start analyzing all right well where do i really need the strength do i need strength at the bottom end well then you can continue to do stuff like t-shirt pressing where you're doing a long pause but you're hovering the bar just above the chest so it forces more of that um, strength component 
Um, and then you can also see if, you know, maybe you are weaker mid-range, maybe you are weaker lockout work. Then you might not need to do as much long pause benching. Once you dial that aspect in, now you can go to um, tricep heavy partial range movements. And that's a great segue into our last exercise here, which is going to be close grip board pressing with bands. And I actually just posted uh, uh, not too long ago a video of one of our athletes doing this on my Instagram stories. If you don't follow me, uh, at Big Benches on Instagram, also check out our YouTube. But um, I posted a video of him doing this this work. It, uh, he's actually getting into some equipped lifting now. Um Full power quit lifting, but he's starting to work in a single ply shirt, which is new. And uh, so we're getting back into really doing some lockout heavy work here. Uh, he's very strong off the chest, but uh, it's good to build up that bottom end, or means that top end rather. And close grip board pressing with band tension is an awesome way to do that. So let's break this down. Let's break this movement down. First off, first component to it, we have close grip. A close grip is going to uh, put more focus on the triceps. All right, so we're first adjusting the grip. So we have a tricep focus dominant grip here. So that is primarily what we're trying to attack, what we're trying to build up. This is great if you're really trying to focus on tricep development. Um, however, if you are closer to a competition, how I like to utilize this work, like I just came off meat prep for this competition actually coming up this weekend so i will fill you guys in how that goes but um i would do this with a competition grip so close grip earlier in the training cycle competition grip later in the training cycle if you're going to do this work i would strategically pick a board so now we're with close grip now we're going to the board component i would strategically pick the board to put you in either the range of motion in which you have a sticking point or the range of motion in which your elbow flexion stops. So if you travel down like you're benching with your arm, you know, eventually you hit a point where there's not much extra bend being placed in your elbow. You know, about midway down, you reach about all the elbow flexion you're going to reach. And then what happens is you start to um, get that extension there at the shoulder. You start to stretch out your pec and whatnot. So strategically pick a board that is going to pit you mid-range to where that elbow flexion stops. The board is there. You're already hitting the board. Or if you know a specific weak point that you have, then you can primarily target that with the height of the board. So you want to strategically place your board height, whether that's, uh, you know, for me it would be um, traditionally probably a one board if I'm competition grip, a two board if I'm close grip. Um, for others, you know, if you have a really long bench stroke, then maybe a four board, you know, so you got to really pinpoint the board. You can't just be like, all right, it's a two board. It's not going to be the same effect for everyone. So precisely picking your board height with a close grip or a competition grip. And then the final component to this movement, bands. Why bands are so awesome is because it's already going to be a bit harder for you if you're you're specifically targeting a certain weak point by using the boards because you're gonna have to stop the movement there but you add in bands to that now not only is it difficult to really accelerate a bar from that specific range of motion because it's your weak point but now bands are in place too to mean that you have to continue to accelerate that bar so what would traditionally happen is 
mid-range board or something like that you get that bar moving but then you can kind of lax up pretty quick because you're going to hit that lockout end really quick um, so the real struggle is just directly off the board but now with bands you need to really accelerate from that point so it really um, brings about more intensity with your lift because obviously you need you know you need to put a lot of force into that bar to continue to fight through the bands but it's primarily honing in on that weak point Right? We need even more force at this weak point because those bands aren't going to let up. It's just going to become heavier and heavier as we go. So um, when you see a well-executed well close-grip board press with band tension, when you see that, it's really a, a thing of art. Um, you, know, you have that fight off the board, and then those bands slam you, and you have to grind through that. So it's it's really an awesome movement to, to feel and to watch and just see that strength component of someone trying to grind through that, that end, uh, end range. So that's definitely one of my favorite uh, lockout-type movements that you can do. So that's why I wanted to include that in the Big Ben's Big 3 today. To recap for you guys, we talked about the benefits of an earthquake bar, bamboo bar. We talked about long pausing bench presses on your chest. And we talked about the close grip board press with bands. That'll round up today's Big Ben's Big 3, Top 3 Bench Variations. So again, these aren't necessarily accessories. These are things that are very specific bench type movements. You could use them as main work in the day. Or you know, typically how I'll utilize these is... We'll have our main competition benching, but then these will be added in as secondary work afterwards. So throw these into your training if you're not currently doing these. You know, throw an earthquake bar in. You can do a lot with that. High reps. You can do low reps, really heavy weights. You can do timed intervals. You can do 60 seconds, work up to 90 seconds, just straight benching. Um, long pause work. You do three to five second holds on your chest can even add in top end holds too those are phenomenal for you as well and then the close grip boards with bands i'll typically keep this anywhere from three to five reps um, and again competition grip closer to a meet close grip further out from a meet you can play around with different board heights you can play around with different band tension typically i'm going to go with about 20 or so percent band tension so if you take your one rep max bench press Take 20% of that number, and that's going to be what you shoot for for band tension. So any for really from 20 to 30% is what I'm shooting for in terms of how much band tension to set up. But uh, there's your three movements there. Thank you for listening, guys. If you enjoyed the podcast, all I ask is you tell a friend, let someone know, share the link to one of our podcasts, let them know, hey, Coach Ben's got his awesome podcast on benching. It's just that a spread of word there that really helps promote our podcast and we can help and influence more athletes more lifters so please 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 give word of our bench press share this with a friend and uh, i will see you guys next time thanks for listening to the podcast if you enjoyed today's episode please give it a thumbs up and share if you want more information on how to transform your bench press consider checking out the better benching academy on bigbenches.com this is the ultimate resource for building your bench. Head on over to bigbenches.com to see how you can get started today.